A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. The medicine go down. The medicine go down. In the most delightful way. <laughs> I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's 10 minutes with the boogeyman. What is going on? What is going on? Mr. Adam Braidwood is on very sore. Yeah. I had to go out today and I had to spring and get some CBD cream. Nice. Good stuff. So I've got I've got a little CBD salve that I rub on my, my sore muscles. It's nice though. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking all right. I, I like it. You know, to me, I like the stick, like a, a thicker consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, beats every, and the salve, is that like a really thick compound or what the salve um have you ever used like carmax or anything like that for like chap lips oh okay yeah 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 it's kind of that consistency it's it's kind of the same consistency as your stick but i've literally got to goop it out with my finger okay yeah that's the best stuff i find anyway like the creams and stuff not enough yeah well this is 200 i don't know what's in your stick i have 200 milligrams in this jar yeah, mine will be something like that. I think it's like 200, I think. Well, I like it. It makes a big difference. I I couldn't hold off for Jeeves. I would have loved to. Yeah. Too sore. Oh, when you need it, you need it, my man. <laughs> I actually find now that the hemp extract works better for me. The CBD extract from hemp actually works quite a bit better. Really? Why? I don't know. Uh, I guess I was talking to my buddy, and there's, like, the, the isolates. Like, obviously, I don't know enough about it uh, to really comment on it, but I know that there's two different kinds. From what I understand, there's the isolates, and then there's the hemp extract. And so uh, I don't know the difference. I'm actually going to meet with some people in Vancouver and kind of discuss mm-hmm. uh, uh, some more, like, the finer details of CB. I thought it was all the same thing. Like, I'm just being educated on it myself. But, uh, yeah, there's two different kinds, and uh, some work uh, for some people better. Some both work the same. It just really depends. Well, there, I've had, like, tintatures that you eat. I've had, like, candies. Um, I have, like, the – I have a CBD vaporizer, which I like. But I like this – I like this sticky cream stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit up Buds and Leaves. And yeah, I, great I'm gonna, guy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get something from them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get that stick. Yeah, and he's, uh, he's pretty educational about, uh, educated on, on the topics, right? So I always send people his way to answer questions. Yeah. So on this marijuana-type CBD topic, have you seen the show on Netflix called Disjointed? No, what's that about? So it's a comedy show, but it's about a lady that runs uh, a pot dispensary. And it's funny, but I've got kind of a a comedy thing that we could do that we should probably discuss not on the show. 
but after the show because it's funny. All right. I'm Cause, down. Because there's a guy on that show that will remind you of a guy that we both know. Okay. <laughs> so it'll it'll be good. Um, fight news. Do we have anything yet? Uh, it looks like we might have something very close by in the month of March. Uh, I don't want to get in too much details, but basically, you know, like I want to lead up to the Simon fight. It looks like April should be for Edmonton. March, it looks like we got something close by. I'm not going to say exactly where just yet, but it's, uh, we're ironing out the details, and then hopefully June, I go fucking beat up Simon's bitch ass. Perfect. I like the month of June uh, will be, is good. I like that month. Yeah, well, I was watching him do, like, some shit today, and he looked pathetic, like, his athleticism is, like, very overrated. Well, we're obviously, we're missing somebody in the vehicle today. Yeah, no Marco. Marco is a serious business to go take care of, and, uh, you know, he'll just send me a text saying, no coming, those two words, and that's about it. He's missed. Yeah, he is missed. You know, it's kind of a nice... Nice way to drive up, you know, fucking hang out with old Marco there. It's some uh, stellar conversation. <laughs> I mean, he's speaking in Serbian the whole time, but I don't understand what he's saying, but I like it, you know? Yeah. So I, I interrupted you when you were going to say something about Simon and the month of June. I apologize. Oh, yeah, I'm going to retire Simon's ass. So I was watching him work out today. It's pretty pathetic. Like, his athleticism is ridiculous. It's terrible. So I don't know what the fuck people are looking at when they look at him, but he's nothing special. And then, uh, yeah, fucking lay him out, and that'll be that. I like the sounds of it. I can't wait for it to happen. Look yeah. So, internet beef today. Adeline got into it with Luke Spicer. Yeah, I, try, I just tried to look that up. What the fuck happened there? So... There was an argument that there's no things, like there's no bailiffs in Canada, which there is. They're just very few and far between. But she argued with me that there was, and I gave her information that was from the Google. And as we all know, Google wins every argument. Yeah. And uh, she didn't like that very much, so she threatened me. And then I kind of went back at her, and then Luke Spicer dropped a bomb saying that I smashed her on the internet, and then she went and attacked Luke. That was a great uh, Twitch rule you pulled and getting Adeline to attack Luke. I like that. That's, call that the old Twitch rule. <laughs> That's the double cross. <laughs> yeah, double cross, and if you're under the age of 10, then it's a Twitch rule. Well, do we need to get Luke security? Uh, I would suggest it. Uh, Adeline... Uh, uh, was uh, actually my neighbor for quite some time, and uh, she's a very dangerous lady. I've seen her handle her business. We used, used to live in the ghetto of Edmonton, and uh, you know, I had to see her fight off a few bumps here and there, and uh, she definitely has skills, and uh, hopefully Luke doesn't take her lightly. <laughs> okay. I seen an Instagram story the other day about a vegan meal that you had. Yeah, you know, I threw some chickpeas, and I like to switch it up, right? I got the meal prep. Um, I switch it up. Like I have uh, one girl who, who uh, she cooks me like um, kind of not really like bodybuilding meals. They're just healthy, nutritious, but they taste like home cooked meals. Just because I don't have time to cook, mm-hmm. and 
yeah, she she hooks up pretty good. She throws some vegan meals in there. Uh, or sorry, some vegetarian ones. Like uh, speaking of jeans, she's actually vegetarian. A lot of my friends have gone and uh, vegetarian uh, just due to like health reasons, right? They start cutting out meat, and all of a sudden their cholesterol and uh, their weight and blood pressure goes way down. You know, everybody's different, but it seems to work for for them, right? So different boats for different folks. You never know. Yeah, it's not my thing, but uh, but you know, I'll I'll have a meal here and there. I don't eat uh, tofu because I think it's garbage. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just bad for you, man. Like that shit kills more animals than anything ripping up the rainforest like that. But uh, but yeah, no, I know uh, I I don't mind vegetarian vegan meals. They're fine. I like a nice quinoa salad every once in a while. Yeah, you know, you throw some avocado in there, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Correct. Um, you did receive a package this week from the Boogie Child. Yeah, you got the uh, the bad guy boxing jacket, and uh, people assume that I'm the bad guy, and I kind of just been going with it. I'm like, it's kind of cool to be the bad guy. Fuck it, why not, right? Yeah, so I'm just kind of they're like, oh, are you the bad guy? I'm like, yeah, I guess so. See, when I wear my boogeyman hat, everybody calls me the boogeyman, and I have to explain to them that I'm not the boogeyman. You're just rapping. So what? Wait, okay. So sorry to get off topic. So what's with? Uh, Caldwell calling the shots on the show. I saw a couple posts. Caldwell sitting game, uh, calling the shots now. I think Brian has got a little bit comfortable in his role with the show, which he doesn't have one. Yeah. He's the tick. Yeah, the tick, yeah. But he decided to blast out on Instagram that we're going to do the roast of Danny Mac on Tuesday, so I did it just because he kept freaking throwing it out. Uh, fucking Danny Mac, what a tool that is. That's the first guy that I blocked on anything simply for the fact that I was like, man, well, number one, I got told to block him, but, like, number two, it's just like, why am I even talking to this idiot? You know what I mean? Like, it's just a guy with no clout, like, no resume, no respect, and, like, shit talks me. I always think it's funny when people shit talk me in my record because the last Two guys I fought were fat. No fucking white man. Like they had good records. One of them was undefeated, and both these guys had you know close to two hundred amateur fights in Juarez, Mexico. Were ranked in Mexico, and uh, you know people want to pipe off because like the way that they look. So all these like bodybuilder MMA types are like whoever thinks they're tough, man. Please call Mel, call Rich. Like I really don't care, man. Like I'd be very very happy to fight you. I will fight everybody in Canada clear out this country and move on to the next but you know like right now we just cleared out mexico fuck not that it's just the way it was lined up yeah exactly like it's just you know like i fought martel everybody said i was gonna lose you know what i mean like i fought balamaki in my second fight he was 4-0 and you know how many mma fights and i was i was on my second fight after a two-year layoff and uh you know like i like, give me a right, Todd Stout, one of Canada's top MMA fighters, not washed up, like these clowns always say. And then, like, you know, Martel had international experience with a former Canadian champion, like, very tough guy, and, like, same size as me, actually way a little bit more than me. So, yeah, like, I would love, like, these guys, they post this stuff, it's like, you know what, like, let's, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, my opponent's win-loss ratio is very high, like, very high on the win portion. <laughs> You know, like, a lot of the fighters I've had have won maybe two losses in 10, 15 fights, right? Yeah. So, whatever. 
I get I get upset when people shit talk Eric Martel. Yeah, I have no idea. That makes no sense. The guy's like a fucking unreal Canadian boxer. Like, fought internationally. Fought Lucas Brown, who's fighting Dylan White for the WBA. Like, come on, man. Well, Eric Martel, he did retire. I think he's coming back to do one more fight. But he continues to, like, strap on blades on his feet and go fight people on ice. Yeah, he's a fighter. Like, it's just, like, that's in his nature. Like, he's tough, tough guy, right? I lost the fights. I think when I fought him, he had 18 fights or something like that. And it's like, you know, like, those those aren't chumps, right? Like, people just want to hate. Like, it's pretty funny. Especially if coming from guys who are, like, 1-0, 2-0, or haven't fought. And I'm just like, what the fuck do you know about it? At the end of the day, everybody's a hater. Oh, yeah. Definitely. What do you what do you do? Do you beef with them on Facebook? Do you go to their house? I usually ask where they're at. Like, where are you? <laughs> Co- I want to come talk to you. Come and buy for a coffee. Uh, just have a conversation. Let's figure it out. Yeah, the idiot Danny Mac. Like, oh my god, that guy's pathetic. Yeah, I was like, post your resume, right? And he he writes a bunch of shit. And yeah. I was like, no, like your resume, like facts, like evidence, proof. <clears throat> and he's like, I just did. I wrote it. I was like, all right, well, I'm fucking Neil Armstrong. then. like, what are you talking about? Like, just because you write it doesn't mean it's real. Like, you guys are morons, man. And like, he was supposed to like matchmake on like some of the shows I'm supposed to fight on. So like, you, I, you think I want to work with this idiot? Like, come on. Not a chance. But whatever. Stupid. Well, did you, well, here's the first part that pissed me off, because Brian actually called it a roast, which it wasn't even supposed to be a roast, it was just uh, a fact-dropping thing. Yeah, roasts are kind of like what you do to your friends, Danny has no friends. Well, exactly, like, we weren't going up on stage and, and making funny jokes about his hairdo, I was dropping facts that people from around Canada sent me. So, like, okay, here's some of those. Like, so what are we talking? <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> Is that what you said to Danny? Well, I was just like, like, what have you done, right? And he named all this shit that, like, sounded made up. And, like, I love it all, guys. Like, I sparred with this guy. I'm like, no, you fucking did, man. Like, what did you do? Like, pay to go to a seminar and then, like, moved around a couple rounds with them or something like big fucking difference man between like sparring together and like actually like working together right like not helping your fucking stupid friend 45 years ago like live out his dream and like fucking dance around with a professional boxer for a little bit like come on <laughs> you're sounds like you're a little bit upset with danny uh, he's, an idiot, man. Awesome. Uh, he's fired yes yeah, I'll tell you who is going to be coming on the show, though, here pretty quick. I think next week is going to be Manny Montreal. Oh, I like Manny. Manny's good. He's uh, He works for, um, what the heck is it? Fight something, the internet thing. Yeah, I think it's a 30 out of fight, fight Nation, I think. Something like that, yeah. Brian Caldwell has a bunch of their stuff. They gave that stuff, obviously, to the wrong guy. Yeah, no kidding. He was supposed to mail that out here, I think. But uh, he's going to come on, and we're going to talk about 
the February 10th card that's going on where Simon is going to be participating. Yeah, who's he fighting? Uh, I don't know. Some big guy that he has one loss, I think, or two losses. Yeah. I'll check it out after we hang up. Nobody, nobody special. Like, nobody to write home to mom about or anything like that. Yeah. Another guy. Another guy. And then Cam O'Connell is going to be fighting a Quebec dude. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, February 10th, is he on the same show? Yeah, it's going to be a, it's a qualifier uh, fight for a shot at a Commonwealth belt. Oh, wow, right on. So that'll be fun. Watching Cam fights always good. Oh, yeah. Cam's awesome. So you're on the way to Parksville. Rich Lestage is going to put you through the ringer tonight. Yeah, he kind of gave me a heads up that today was really going to suck, so I was like, awesome. Can't wait. How is uh, how is work going? I don't like you. Know, I don't even like to call it work because I feel like you enjoy doing it. Yeah, no, it's good. I gotta keep like challenging myself. Some of these people like they get in shape really quick, so I'm constantly like, you know, like updating the workouts and like workouts that I didn't think they could handle. Like all of a sudden they could they could handle it. Like I'm starting to corner some more fighters. I find it like really beneficial to like, you know, like work with specific fighters, especially new ones. So I, so I teach them the proper fundamentals like over and over and over again so they can start off doing things right and mm-hmm. so and it's good for me to review as well right so well i think that it would give you a, a sneak peek well it's not actually a sneak peek but it'll give you full on what your corner is going through too right yeah exactly right it's 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 one of those things like i learn from rich all the time like you know he i got a huge respect for the guy and he's constantly showing me things asking me like why I think we're doing this and then telling me why I'm wrong. And like, yeah, Marco likes that because I shit talk people like the whole drive down and make fun of everybody. And then I get there and Rich just puts me in my place real quick. <laughs> like real quick. Uh, it's good that somebody can actually do that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know. He does it very quickly. Cause I'm not qualified to do it. No, no. You're going to have a doctorate in like social behavior to like figure me out. <laughs> they they just bring me in to make sure you stay out of trouble. Yeah, you're like a witness in case like somebody makes like false accusations, like stole their car and like drove it into a you know their side of a wall or something like that for sure. Yeah, and- hey, so what's up with Santoro? Like, I love how like people just like scream and call the cops all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I called the police. I say, fuck, we'll do something about it. Santoro, like, I don't know, if somebody stole all my shit, I'd be fucking throwing leather. I, I, I don't know. Like, I feel bad for him that his gym got robbed. Yeah. I yeah, don't. Yeah, that's brutal. All the kids that suffer. <laughs> I do like making fun of him and, like, no, I don't mean, I don't promote violence, like, but I do. Well, of course, like, like, we're not going to poke fun at him, but the, the real, the real people I feel sad or like bad for are his kids and the other kids that trained at that gym that now don't have a gym to go to. Like, are they somewhere else now? Like, where are they doing their training? Uh, the Santoro gym has officially been shut down, and uh, they are gym hopping right now with Panthers Gym, doing stuff on their own. And uh, yeah. I believe Lino is going to be taking on the kids. Like the the small kids that that looked up to him in there and that he taught, he's going to be doing yeah. something with them for an hour a day. So, oh yeah. So uh, hopefully they can get it figured out. That's all right. Yeah, because we at the end of the day we do like Lino. 
Yeah, Lino's all right. Yeah, he's trying to do good by boxing. He's doing the best he can, and you know, his kids are fighting hard. It's cool, right? Correct. Still gonna shit talk his cop calling us. <laughs> no calling no. the cops. Yeah, you can't call the police when I'm eating you under the table in that steak eating contest, okay? He can't. <laughs> He's gonna have the SWAT team there. Yeah, you have the SWAT team wondering me. Yeah. Definitely. I want to make sure he's going to stay at the table, too. Like, no going to the bathroom and throwing up and, like, doing all these cheating techniques. I highly, you know, good guy, but I definitely, definitely wonder about his morale when it comes to steak eating. I don't know. I don't know where he sits. He's a cheater, 100%. Definitely. Yeah, do you know who I'm kind of fascinated by? You know who that Salt Bay guy is? Like, the steak guy? Yes. Man, if you get a chance, yeah, Nooser is the new. I don't even know what his name is. I just tune into him because he has like a flair for theatrics. When he cooks, I was like, man, I want that guy to prepare a meal for me. It looks unbelievable. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Just watch him like make these creations. It's fucking impressive. Hey, I feel like you might be a Food Network kind of guy. Uh, yeah, but I just get real hungry. I start like freaking out, man. It's just not a good scene for me, right? I try to stay away from the television. I can't have too much information coming me at once right like it is like somewhat difficult that is true but i guess for like you don't really have to keep your weight down but you have to eat clean yeah i gotta eat clean i gotta stay healthy like otherwise my cardio just goes to shit well there's that and then there's a point of no return too with size well, yeah, and it's like, you know, I like to maintain the abs. I think it's important to look professional, right? So I just, I go with the meal prep. I have a cheat meal, like, once or twice a week, maybe. But, you know, I work so hard, it's not really the end of the world. Now, I am going to be copying the uh, the Shane Beatty workout that you posted on Instagram. Yeah, you know what? It is good, man. It's very effective. I, uh, Beatty's the man. You should get Beatty on the show. He's fucking hilarious. I so, want like, it. Yeah. <laughs> I want BD on the show, but I think it, it'll go crazy real fast. Oh, yeah. You, you got to monitor him for sure. Like, you'd have to have the sensor button out every, like, two seconds. <laughs> well, unfortunately, this time, I have to wrap up the show because I got to get and go get – I got to go get beat up by a super heavyweight. Um, but I want to talk to you for two seconds after. So that's 10 yeah, minutes with the boogeyman. All right, brother. You take care. Bye. This is Jelena Marjanovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. It's just me and the Duke today. What's up, buddy? Well, you know, training, eating food, getting oh, yelled man, at bro. by people on the internet. Who's yelling at you now? Ah, who fucking cares? At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I got this really hilarious message yesterday from um, Brad. Switzer? Brad Switzer. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, "What the fuck, man? I thought we were friends on Instagram." Like he sent me a private message. I was yeah. like, "I don't know, man. I, I thought we, I thought we were too, but apparently we're not. Like we were at one point, but um, I don't know. 
it's just something maybe i maybe i accidentally clicked on it when i was like clicking <laughs> on the, the unfollow things or something i have no idea but it was weird because i thought oh, i haven't seen him on there for a while but anyway uh i guess robbie had said hey did you see did you see that pad thing that luke was doing like taking body shots with the belly pad and stuff like that we should try it this is brad messaging me right and yeah. i'm like robbie wants to do it with you brad he's like yeah i was like did you see the video he goes well no I was like, it's body shots with a belly pad for a minute. Like, so one guy just goes for a minute and tries to knock their partner down with body shots. And he's like, oh, I'm like, you would fucking kill Robbie. Like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, the belly pads are great, but like, I don't know. I don't think it would work out very well for, for Robbie. <laughs> and then he texts me. He's like, he's a like, gal. Yeah, Jelena doesn't even have a belly pad at the gym because we never use those things. I'm like, of course you don't use those things. So you're telling me that he's going to do it without the belly pad? He goes, well, he seems to think so. I was like, okay, you got to post a video of that oh, then. Oh, man. Like, okay. So, for you. But he said Lonnie, but I don't know if it was like a. And I wanted to ask him if it was a, a, it was a spelling mistake. Like, because he said, I don't know who the Lonnie is, if that's somebody else that they have that they train with. Because he messaged me and said, Lonnie, um, Lonnie could handle my jab and my left hook pretty good, but but a right hand was getting was getting iffy, but it's hard for me to punch that low. So he must have meant Robbie, but maybe just like his Probably. fingers just typed something different and he never noticed it. But like, I, I, I couldn't imagine, you know, getting getting hit by no. somebody that big in the guts, especially without a belly pad. We're talking about a guy that's seven feet tall, over three hundred pounds at this at this pro, uh, probably at this moment, and Robbie, who's every bit of five foot seven, a hundred and thirty five pounds. I, I showed Benjamin a picture of Brad standing next to this bartender who I was like, now that girl's probably the height of dad, and he's like, whoa, like that guy's like seven feet tall. I go, yeah, he is, and I go, and he wants, and I showed him the drill already, right? And he goes. And he wants to do it with a guy, or a guy the same size as Cam wants to do it with him. And Benjamin's face is like, these big eyes, he's like, that doesn't sound very good. Does that big guy know how to punch? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, that won't be good for that small guy at all. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Well, I'm going to drop a guest on the show right now that we're going to have on next week, and that's going to be Manny Montreal. Oh, sweet. He's going to come on, and we're going to break down the card that Cam O'Connell's on. Okay, cool. So we're going to talk nice. about that because that's obviously going to be in Quebec. And there's a bunch of Quebec boxers that are on the card, so we don't know much about them. We know everything about Simon Keane. Yeah. But uh, he's going to come on. We're going to talk about the about the, uh, about the boxing card coming up. So that'll be that's going to be fun. Is Simon Keane fighting on that card? Yes. Oh, cool. He is the main event, I believe. Oh, is he fighting another, another uh, out-of-shape gym teacher? Here's what I don't want to do because I don't know a lot about the guy he's fighting, but I believe the guy he's fighting is 10 and 2. Mm. And he did fight, the guy that Simon's fighting did fight a world champion and lost by a decision, I believe. Don't quote me on it. But uh, Manny will let us know. Manny will fill us in on everything. We, cool. obviously, we know everything about Cam. I saw Cam has, uh, he's been training a lot with a rash. That's good. Use Manny. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I, I keep wondering if Arash is going to make that comeback or not. So that would be pretty sick. I really hope he does. Like, he was a top boxer in the world. What was he ranked number three in the world? Yeah, number two, two at one point, I think. Yeah, yeah. so that'd yeah. be cool. 
Um, I think yeah. to, I think today because like there's not a heck of a lot going on in uh, in boxing or like we obviously we had the Earl Spence Jr. fight. I don't know if you watched that, but that was a blowout. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a whole heck of a lot going on. We don't really talk about MMA on this show because we don't really care about it. No, not really. I, I I will talk about a local guy from Calgary though. I see Hakeem finally has an opponent. He's fighting in uh, UFC England. Um, he just touched down and landed in Dublin, and he's uh, having breakfast. I think he said or lunch with John or, or uh, Kavanaugh. Yeah, and uh, so he's gonna be training there with those guys. That's so that'll dope. be kind of. I messaged him and said, "Hey, man, like let's let's get you on and talk after you've been there for a couple of weeks. So hopefully." Something like that will happen. That'd be cool. Good for mm-hmm. him. Uh, if there's one guy in Canada that's deserving to get his butt into the UFC, it's 100% Hakeem. Yeah. No shit. He's a monster. I feel. I sorry don't know the guys. guys. I feel for sorry for everybody at 145 pounds. Yeah, I don't know the guy that he's fighting. Like, I mean, I, again, I don't follow the UFC. He's fought, I think, once or twice in the UFC. The guy that he's fighting, and so whatever, but. It's a basically we're gonna give you this guy to dip your toe into the UFC. Like, yeah, Hakeem probably will destroy him. But yeah, it, I said it's too bad for that guy that he'll become famous by being on Hakeem's KO highlight reel. <laughs> uh, hey, we we like it when the Canadian guys get to the to the biggest shows on the on the planet. That's nice. It's good to see, especially mm-hmm. for us Canadians. Now we have somebody else to root for too, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. I did see on a weekend too the old, um, you know, Roy Roy McDonald did fight. He did win. He did win. He won the Bellator yeah, on the uh, belt welterweight title. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, watch the that's fight? That's good to see. No. Oh my no. god, you got to watch the fight. Was it good? Well, you'll appreciate it because there is a fuckload of kicking. Oh, I like, like that. So you know that shin kick that a lot of guys are throwing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Douglas Lima made a small human on Rory McDonald's leg. Oh, really? Yeah, like he, I think he dropped him with a leg kick in round three. And Rory gutted it out. Like, Rory's a tough son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. So, hey, congratulations to Rory McDonald. Uh, Chael Sonnen also did beat up Rampage Jackson, which was, (laughs) I didn't expect to see that. No. Not at, no uh, burger. <laughs> 253 pounds of Rampage. Yeah. Did Rampage look in shape? Like, I didn't see any of it. Rampage looked like not Quentin Rampage Jackson 205 in shape, but for 250 pounds, he looked real good. Like there wasn't like a big hangover over his shorts or anything like that. He didn't have massive love handles. Chael looked in shape. Yeah. Chael's always in shape though. Have you seen his last couple fights in Bellator? No. Oh, my God. Not in shape? No. Oh. oh. Hey, I like it when the legends get out there and fight, though. It's That's what draws me to Bellator a little bit more than the UFC right now, is, mm-hmm. is we got the legends in there. Like, this heavyweight tournament is amazing. You got Matt Mitrione, Ryan Bader, uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson, Chael Sonnen, Fedor, Frank Mir, Roy Nelson. It's still almost too bad though that you don't see that. Like, I mean, I get it. all those guys are are, are 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 big heavyweight names, you know. But it's too bad you still don't see anything like 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 that tournament. As fun as it is, 
would have been insane five years ago. Those same five oh. guys five years ago. Yeah. Could you imagine that? Like, you well, know, a, 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 there'd be a couple guys that wouldn't be in it, right? Like, Chael and Rampage five years ago wouldn't have been in a heavyweight tournament. No. Uh, my, uh, King Mo probably wouldn't have been in a heavyweight tournament five years ago. But. You know what I mean, though? Even still, like, having, like, because it seems like those tournaments and those things are a way to get to get some, you know, some publicity and some some uh, more, you know, views behind behind it where, like, you know, you might not tune in to watch just any one of those two guys just go at it for a one-night fight. Like, if that was the main event of the card, yeah, you might not tune in, but you would because you know it's part of the tournament and they're building it all up around that. Then you kind of would where... Where like you know to see uh, a big tournament with the top eight middleweights in the world or something like that would still be cool to yeah. to brand it as that and see that even if it was the UFC where they did something where it was like that right because I know they kind of go oh it's an interim title or whatever but just to have you know everybody fighting just for something different would be cool. I kind of like these tournaments where you can get behind a guy. Right? I have a hard time getting behind anybody in MMA right now unless your name's Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. It, it's just because he does exciting things like and he gone he, well he says he's he gonna, coming back he says he's coming back in 2018 yeah which is this year so hopefully he fights again if he doesn't i get it like a hundred million dollars see ya mm-hmm. but hey it is what it is mm-hmm. um, he's gonna show up at the gym and see hakeem cracking shit and be like yeah i ain't i ain't coming back to 145 nope don't want any part of that well, they just put I out. If, I wonder if Hakeem will get a train with him when he's there. They just put out an interview, and John Kavanaugh says that McGregor's in the gym. Mm, that'd be cool if that's Hakeem's training partner. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like training with the best guy on the planet. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully he gets to do that because that'd be like I don't want to shit on like Champions Creed is a great gym. Brian Bird is an excellent coach. But they don't have a Conor McGregor type of guy there right now, I don't think. No. So it's good. It's amazing that he can go and do stuff like that. I thought he was going to Jackson's. Yeah. Hey, hopefully Jesse Arnett can get his shot here soon, too. So, well, they keep offering him a fight, a, a heavier fight all the time, right? So that's a, He's a 35er. Give him a 35 fight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it makes no sense. None at all. Um, <clears throat> that was gonna say. So I, I, I kind of getting sick and tired of of waiting and finding out that cards are getting bumped. And I, so I, I went ahead and searched up some international flights because I thought, well, maybe I'll just fly somewhere where they fight every other day and then just go go fight there. You gonna go to Thailand? I might. I gotta talk it out with the uh, ex-wife and see if I can leave for a couple weeks. That'd be sick. I think I might do it. I think I might just talk to Chris uh, Bondi because they've got a gym and and a camp and everything like where they all train, and at least he'd be able to get a hook up and do something like that, and just say, yeah, I want to go. You know, tell him get me somebody to fight in like two weeks after I'm there, kind of thing, right? Get down there, train for a couple weeks, and go and. I'd like to do it at the end of February or something, right? Still train here. Go go with that in mind, right? Like, okay, I'm fighting at the end of February or whatever there. I have no idea who I'm fighting or what I'm doing. But then, you know, Just go get, get there for, 
yeah, go for go for like ten days or something, and f- or you know, eight days and fight, and then yeah. and then depending on how I feel, it'd be like get me one more by Friday again. I want to fight again, <laughs> you know. Like I don't know. I figure what the hell, man. Like that or but then of course then I started looking at at flight prices and I was like fuck like two grand to get there and I was like I wonder what it costs to get to Australia thirteen hundred I was like well there's fights in Australia every other weekend too so I might get a hold message. of John I know that's what I was gonna do I might message him and be like so I'm having a hard time finding fights so I'm thinking if I fly my ass out there think you can get me a fight in Australia because at the end of the day if I was gonna pick two places to go. I think I'd still rather end up in Australia for two weeks. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's way better. Yeah. yeah. The other place so, you could go is like fucking to the Dutch people. Yeah. Just kickboxing over there all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's another option. I gotta just I gotta just figure it out with the uh with my ex just make sure that the kids, you know, that she could I mean I I'm sure she would, but just make sure she could take the kids for two weeks. Because I think two weeks would be as long as I'd want to go somewhere. Like, I don't, I don't think I'd want to go for three weeks. It's too too long to be away from, from work and, and everything else, right? So, I don't know. I'm just getting really fed up with with stuff getting pushed off. Because apparently that March card now is going to be pushed back to uh, April. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I guess we could segue into talking about goals a little bit then. It's like you obviously have a goal to still compete in kickboxing. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people have goals that don't necessarily know how to attain them. Like people set goals and they work for them and then at some point they just give up. Yeah. Happens a lot. A lot of people do it. A lot of it does happen. Do it. Like, I have a goal to go compete in professional boxing. So I'm in the gym every day, twice a day. Now, realistically, everything I've done up until this point doesn't fucking matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Different sport, different set of skills, different different everything. So like, that was a that was a hard thing for me to wrap my mind around. That nothing that I've done before actually matters because it's it's, it's a totally different game. Completely, yeah. So like. If people are out there, they want to switch their jobs because they're stuck in a job or they're too scared to quit their job and stuff like that. Like, realistically, you only live one time. Well, yeah, just, that's just it. And, and I think why why so many people do so much shit that they hate to to buy stuff and to pay these bills and to to have all this crap that they don't they don't want. Like I mean, at the end of the day, you need you need to earn a living to pay for stuff. And if your lifestyle is is a certain way and you you need that. But then on the other hand, like if you want to go out and I mean, we just talked about that. If you want to go travel and you want to go do these things and um, you have a job that won't allow you to do that. Like I remember being younger and quitting jobs because they wouldn't give me a weekend off. Cause I want, you know, I had a fight, you know, yeah. you'd say, Hey, I'm fighting on such and such date in, in six weeks. And they're like, well, we're going to be busy. I'm like, I just need Friday, Saturday off. Like that's all I need off. They're like, no, not happening i'm like well those i'm telling you now i'll be gone and then the week of it's like i won't be here friday they're like you better be here friday i'm like all right i'll pick my last checkup on thursday like you know fuck i quit so when i was when i was younger i went to a a rafting resort 
for a weekend and I went whitewater rafting. Then after that weekend, I decided I wanted to be a whitewater rafting guide. Mm-hmm. So for the next, like the winter, I sent them a resume every week until they just got pissed off enough at me and gave me a job. Yeah. But like, it's just called determination. Like when I got older, I wanted to go to Victoria to train. Bought a bus ticket, packed up a fucking hockey bag full of clothes, and went and lived in a fucking hotel room mm-hmm. until I figured it out. But, like, I obviously I had help along the way, but you just kind of got to do it. If you don't do it, you're never going to figure it out. No, totally. And I, and, I, and I totally see that. And that's the thing with, uh, with a lot of people is they, you know, you're, you're, you're setting goals. I... I, I uh, heard this thing not that long ago by uh, Jim Rohn and he was talking about about um, you know planning and your schedule and, and how you can use that to attain goals right and how you're setting the stuff up but he's like don't don't start your day until it's finished yeah and then he's like don't start your week until it's finished don't start your month until it's finished and don't start your year until your year is finished and it's funny reading internet comments and people are like what does he mean how are you supposed to finish your year it's like well he's talking about planning it out like obviously you can't plan your year hell even your week minute by minute right but you can plan out certain key things and then and then when it comes down to your day you plan out your day and i mean you know everyone goes well i got all this stuff and i got this stuff and it's like yeah but if you know that from one to two thirty you got a podcast on these days and that just goes in your calendar. If you know that you've got your training on these days, you put it in and your schedule is probably a lot like mine these days where you have specific workout times, specific things. And then, but at the end of the day, you still have these little segments of time that are, that are open. But if you don't plan out your day and actually write it down or keep a calendar somewhere, you don't see that those, the, you know, those periods are, are available for you to work on something else. Now, now my goals right now for getting for for you know leaning down and and getting my body weight down, um, and my eating and everything else. Well, those are those are worked into my schedule already by making all of my workouts, by getting to my my time, by cooking my food. You know, so it kind of comes on autopilot. But some of the other goals that I have, you know, unless you're working on them and setting those into your calendar for how you're gonna, you know download a video or um you know upload old fight tapes and put some more stuff up on instagram and you know if you're not scheduling that shit in it never gets done well that's the thing like you try to build a business these days like take the podcast for instance we have to do social media Mm -hmm. if we don't do social media that's our way of advertising right it goes out to masses if we don't do it nothing happens but if we do do it stuff happens but actually like trying to find the time to do this kind of stuff. Like I pre-make stuff days in advance. Now, like if I have a two hours between nine o'clock and 11 o'clock at night and there's nothing I have to do, I'll sit down and I'll, I'll plan shit out and I'll save it in my phone just so I can upload it. Like, Did you ever see, I never knew you could do this, but on Facebook, on business pages, you can, you can um, generate posts and time when they come out. Yep. I actually did. I had no idea. I, I found that out yesterday from two days ago from Tammy because she's like, yeah, I've been planning out my because she's been putting up stuff for her, you know, the new clinic. Right. But I was like, man, you're posting a lot. She's like, yeah, I just auto generated it just to, to go out every morning. I was like, 
what the fuck? How do you do that? So she showed me. I was like, shit, I got to do that. Now, obviously, it doesn't work for like live videos and things like that. But it's, it's again, it's just getting in a habit of doing those kind of things. Like I've been trying to do it a little bit more even on Instagram with, with a few things and making it a little bit more um, interactive. And it seems to be working a lot better. Well, the reason I brought up this, this, this topic is because we were talking yesterday about these stupid fucking self-help books. Oh yeah, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, uh, I've tried to read them. I can't do it. I I just I have no interest. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna shit on people that enjoy reading them, but realistically, if you think that you need to read them to better yourself, you don't. No, you need to set goals. Actually, achieve your goals. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Am I bullshit or am I actually gonna do it?" Mm-hmm. So. I, don't, I can't remember what book set me off because I hated listening to it. What was it? I don't know. Was it Deep Work? Like you had asked me if yeah, I was to Deep Work. <laughs> it it was nuts. Deep Work. Yeah. I couldn't remember what it was, and then I and then I did it. I knew it was Deep Work. Yeah. Yeah, I never listened to it. I never listened to it all either. The problem is too is some of those books, like listening to his audio books, is that is that if the the narrator is shitty, then they're boring and they're hard yes. to listen to. Like some books are really good in an audiobook. You're like, oh wow, I really like this. But other ones you're just like and then you need to write your goal down. Yeah. It's like shut up. You know? Um there's a couple videos I like listening to actually, like on YouTube yeah. in the morning, like rise and grind kinda, you know, type stuff. I just throw it on uh, and let's do it when I'm in the shower. But but lately I've actually like again, I really enjoy uh um Jim Rohn. Like, you know, and, and I have a, a couple of his books that I read, you know, a long time ago on goal setting. Because the thing is, too, with, with setting goals, it's not just like write down on a piece of paper what your goal is and then go do it. Like there's an art form to to setting and achieving your goals. And it's not just like go there and put some action and get to work. It's like you have to really know what you're doing and what works for you to to um, be able to go off and achieve those goals. Like I know when I write down every morning what I'm going to do. And I plan out my day and I do that. I, I, I accomplish way more than days that I just go, yeah, I know what I'm doing and I go do it. Yeah. You know, well, you're um, in goal camp instead of fight camp. It's goal camp. Yeah, there you go. That's it's exactly good... what it is. Like if you want to achieve mm-hmm. something, you need to work for it. And then when I got sick last week, obviously I wasn't waking up writing down goals. I was like, my goal is to get better. That's it. Like, and I ain't writing that shit down. And I kind of forgot. And I got into the habit of then again not doing it. So for two weeks, I never, never wrote nothing down. And uh, I missed, I missed uh, a note that like we didn't have our um, our business course class on Tuesday night. So I drove down there. <laughs> And and didn't have it. And then I didn't have gear or anything else. I left my run. You know, I was down at Pat's going for my run. And then I left the run and went to do, do the class and realized I didn't have it. Of course, that then pissed me off even more because now here I am not only with a free night, but I didn't plan for shit and I could have accomplished way more, right? And I'm like, oh, it's because I haven't wrote fuck all down again. So needless to say, Wednesday morning I got up and wrote that shit out again and did it again and today already it's like wow things are just you know clicking better right you're remembering things you can because the thing is is we all have down times with technology you can use so much stuff it's for instance like going yeah what am i going to do how am i going to get a fight i got to figure something out I'm like well fuck it i know where i can fly to if i want to get a fight <laughs> like yeah 
So it's like, okay, well, how badly do I want to do it? So, okay, what's, I want to get there. What do I need to do? Okay, well, I need to make sure that I can get childcare for my kids for a couple of weeks. Well, obviously, the first person that would be the easiest would be their mother. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to book this flight the end of February or something. Um, I need to go away and uh, fight. Can you watch the kids for this two-week period? Or if that two-week period doesn't work, when's a two-week period that'll work for you in the next two months? Yeah. You know, I want to I want to do that before it's summertime and we get super busy. I'd also like to do it early enough that I could you know, fight back in Vegas or something when line fight happens in April. I don't want to go down there at the end of March and then be like, oh, now I'm too banged up fighting some other touristy guy in Thailand and I can't take the fight that I want to fight. I'd be better off staying here and waiting till April. But I don't want to go another three months and then find out April's not happening. That's the uh, that's the game. That's the chance. Mm-hmm. I think you'd be better off to go down there and bang one out anyway. Fuck it. Yeah. It's all experience. I think it would be fun. Why not? If Worst case scenario, you get a tan. Yeah, I could use a tan. <laughs> Pretty tasty. So here's another thing with setting goals is you can't be selfish with setting goals. I know a lot of people that have set goals in the past, present, and they turn into sponges where they leech off of everybody else. You cannot do that because when you achieve your goal, you're just going to lose it because you don't know how to maintain yourself as a person. Like what, what do you mean? I have an idea, but what do you mean? So like, let's say Jimmy Bob Thornton over here, he wants to, let's just say he wants to be a professional kickboxer or something like that. Okay. So he takes all this time or he wants to, he wants to learn business. So he takes all this time, he either goes to the gym, which is, is going to be his education, or he goes to school and that's his education. You got to remember, this guy's 30 years old at this point, setting a new goal. So he moves in with his girlfriend or his mom or, or some bullshit like that, doesn't pay rent, doesn't pay for food, doesn't pay the cable bill, doesn't pay the electricity. So just solely focuses on himself to achieve his goal. So when he achieves his goal and he gets paid, do you think that that person is actually going to pay back their mom or their girlfriend or the person that they've been freeloading off of for the last three years? I guess it depends on the individual, but the individual you're talking about, the answer is no. No. Like I, I'm not saying a specific, but no, the, there's the no, type there's of no person, specific the type person of person here. Person. But yeah. the, there's a type of these people out there. But mm-hmm. what's going to happen when they get kicked out of that free place and they got to go fend for themselves Mm -hmm. you think they're actually going to pay their bills well it's the same it's similar to that company program that we're we're doing like like they've said you cannot accept gift and kind from from businesses right and of course all these businesses are you know it's like oh it's a high school program so they want to give them deals on the material it's like well if you get the deal fine i get it but it's like if you want to run this as a business later you need to know if that honey costs five hundred dollars exactly you need you need to know it's five hundred dollars and 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 are you going to be profitable or not because you don't want to be like wow i made all this money i'm going to keep doing this and then find out that when you're running it as a business you don't get it Uh, you see that all the time right like i mean and people are starting out and everybody wants to help them out it's like you want to help somebody out that's starting out show them what it's like for real life then they'll know if they really want it you know like go go in you know 
yeah, you want to fight, for instance. Well, don't don't go take an easy fight and be like, yeah, man, I want this shit. Go get your ass kicked. Go get beat up. Find out if you really want it. And it's the same thing with business or whatever else, right? Like, get beat down. Find out if you if you really want it. That's the neat thing with Pat, right? Like, you know, um, the gym, you know, is the only place you're supposed to fail. I'm like, no, you're not. You're supposed to fail everywhere. You ain't growing if you ain't failing. If you're not getting knocked down in business and in life, you're not growing. You're taking, you're, you're, you're staying where you're comfortable and you're going to always do, you know, what, what's comfortable. So I, uh, I also know that when I'm personally, when I'm going after goals and doing things and if I'm quote unquote needing something or wanting something from somebody, usually my first thing is like, you know, Hey man, what, 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 what do you need? Like, what, what can I do for yeah. you to help you? Because this is something I want to learn. So what is it that I can do for you? Or what do you need from me to to learn that skill? And then and then at least, especially if you're bartering and you don't have the, the funds or something to pay for said education or whatever else, then you can go out and still do it. And you, 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 you establish and know ahead of time what, um, what the price is. Exactly. You have to pay your dues along the road too, like. If you really want something, like if you want to start a business and you already you rent a house, a four bedroom house that costs you two thousand dollars a month, but you got to dump all this other money that you don't have into something else, you might have to give up that house. Yeah, you got to give things up to get things. It's just just the way it is. So all I'm saying is, don't be a fucking freeloader. <laughs> if if you want something, work hard for it. Set goals, set proper ones, right? Well, and and you need to know what the price is. Uh, you know, everything everything has a has a price. Everything everything, no matter what it is, you want to have uh, six pack abs. There's a price associated to that. You have to pay to get it, and and it's not always monetary payment. It's time, effort, those kind of things. And and at the end of the day, you can set a goal. Um, but if you don't know what it takes to get it or achieve it, then you need to do some research. And then when you find out, you're like, fuck, I want to have a six pack. Okay. Well, you need to have 6% body fat or whatever it is. Um, and right now you're at 12. That's why you don't have abs. Then how are you going to get there? Well, you're going to have to eat like this. You're going to have to do this. You're going to have to run three times a week. It's like, fuck, I don't really want to do all that. Well, then you don't want your abs very bad. You know, um, I want to have X amount in my bank account. Well, What's it going to take to do that? I'm going to have to get up a little early. I'm going to have to work a couple extra hours a day. I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to miss going out with my friends on Friday night. I'm going to have to grind. And, and You're going to have to get rid of that people, super hot girlfriend that you got to pay for all her fucking clothes and she sucks your dick. She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> most, uh, most people don't want to pay the price that's associated with their goals. They, they talk all this shit and they, they, they talk about how they want to grind and I'm up early and all this and rise and grind and they, they, they preach all this shit that they're telling themselves that they want to go do it, but they don't actually want to get out and work for nothing. They just think that miraculously, like the secret, you know, oh, I'm going to visualize it and I'm going to think about it positively and one day, fucking bam, I'm going to be a millionaire. No, you ain't. It doesn't work like that. Hey, if you guys want to follow somebody that is actually super motivational every day, follow Ryan Ford on Instagram and watch that guy's story. That guy mm-hmm. works his fucking ass off. Mm-hmm. There's no quit. Follow Adam Braidwood. Works his ass off. 
You can follow Brian Caldwell, too. He does work hard. His story's a little annoying. What? Did you see his story about, about the Spice Life? How he's pissed off that we didn't roast Danny Mac? I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, we did. Here's the thing. He's like, you guys said next week, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, here's the thing. I never, ever, ever called it a roast. Brian Caldwell is the person that came up with the word roast. Yes, I knew that. This is It was a fact-dropping situation. Uh, hey, at the end of the day, fuck, I don't give a fuck what Danny Mac does. No. Do you? Not really. I just did it because fucking 40 people asked me to do it. Yeah, and it was funny. Yeah. Well, Danny Mac, go ahead and do whatever the fuck you're going to do. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody fucking cares. No. Like if you no, want if you want to match make for page promotions and get paid fifteen bucks, go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Who gives a fuck? Everybody yeah. gets so butt hurt these days about like who fucking cares? Just do you. Exactly. If you can't yeah. do you, go fuck yourself. Like Luke Spicer pays every week on this show with fucking emotions. What? <laughs> that's that's what you pay to be on this show is with your emotions. That's my emotions? Yeah. yeah. I, I know you get off of here and cry. Let, no, oh, I play. let's talk about your internet beef with Adeline. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> so that was fun because it started off with me and her beefing about bailiffs. Yeah. And then you swooped in and just fucking murked her. <laughs> Luke Spicer's first win in internet beef was <laughs> fucking epic. Yeah, but then then she's like goes on and on and on, and then she just disappears for like seven hours, and then comes back with like, "Fuck you, you suck!" and Spice Life podcast wouldn't happen if it wasn't for Tanner, and um, I can't believe That's I gave true. you a sympathy vote. It is, but and I, and I come back with like, "Wow, it took you seven hours like to come up with that way to go," and then she drops this thing about like. Um, she was getting uh, needles in her face for for surgery. She said so many surgeries, and I'm just like, wow, buzzkill! Like, talk about fucking making a guy feel like a piece of shit. We're just having fun, and then it's like, so if you were gone all afternoon doing that, why come back seven hours later and spit something out where you don't think I'm going to come back to you? And then you throw that on there. It's like, come on! And I said like. I thought we were having fun here. And she's like, oh, I'm having fun. Go fuck yourself. I was like, all right, okay, we're, we're good. We're good. I That's was like, how you she can got you. It. That's how yeah. she got uh-huh. you. Yeah. Luke Spicer and his fucking emotions. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Tanner would have just said, fuck you. No. <laughs> oh, I would have said something 100%. Yeah. But I I know Adeline a little bit better than you do. Yeah. <laughs> She's 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 pretty abrasive. She does not give a fuck. No, no, I kind of gather that. And actually. she will fucking stab you. Yeah. And then she's crazy. And then eat your eyelids. <laughs> like, no. She has zero fucks given. She's funny. I get a kick out of her. I'm a little scared of her. Yeah. Like. It was funny though. I I I thought it was comical. Hey, internet beefs are fun as long as they're actually fun. Yeah. Like. I had a beef with Marco on the internet that was through private messenger. Holy fuck, it got serious so fast. Actually? Oh, yeah. Like, I, 
it was supposed to be like a fun little little internet beef we were gonna do and then it got so fucking serious and then i was like oh shit okay we gotta stop this because it's getting out of hand <laughs> what well Marco. reminds me of the 90s reminds me of the 90s with all the 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 rap battles and stuff going on and then and then back and forth and the next thing you know guys are getting killed and then ice cube releases no vaseline and it's over yeah <laughs> it's like oh wow that's got some some serious stuff but it you know it's true i mean the the internet's there to have fun that's why it's there everything on the internet's about fun it's supposed to be got yeah you got like awesome pictures of Tips. either sex whatever you're into yeah you got videos you got comedy stuff you got everything anything you ever want i mean i guess if you're into opening kinder surprise eggs and doing that kind of stuff because you're a kid then fine but it's got everything you want but mostly it's got trash talking and and um uh, making fun of people it's supposed and, to be fun it's not sometimes mm -hmm. it's not fun though Everybody takes the show so seriously too. It's like, it's like seriously. Like, okay, we got a lot of people that tune in and and uh, and, and listen and talk and, and you get comments back from different people. But you say some shit about some people, and it's like most of them that get the most hurt are are bullies, and you you would never they would never ever admit it. But it's like the reason you're so mad is because you're actually a bully, and somebody slapped you while you're a little high on your horse, and then. Now you're now you're all butthurt about it. It's like crawl back in your you know small group of friends that lift you up every day, and you know you guys laugh like hyenas and try to poke <laughs> at people, and then and then every once in a while you get slapped again and knocked down to where you are. Well, I mean, a lot of the shit talk that goes on this show is in good fun. Like this is a comedy show. That's what it is. Realistically, mm -hmm. it's a comedy fucking show about combat sports. We talk yeah. shit. Like we do give you guys some information. We mainly a, talk about like oh. what's going on in Canadian boxing, and then we make fun of people like Simon Keane. They most of these people know what's happening. Yeah. Like, we don't That's hide like, it. Try, no. Where's that? Uh, um, did you see? Because I I posted because we were also talking about like uh, about about why you listen to you know certain people listen to goal books and different stuff right and self help books and whatever. So I had shared that that little picture. It just showed up on like Facebook memories or something from years ago, and it said, "Remember, most of your stress comes from the way you respond, not the way life is. Adjust your attitude." And all that extra stress is gone. Yeah. And then as you see Braidwood, no. he's like, did fucking Oprah write this? Shut up and train. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, just kidding. Thanks for the motivation. And uh, I, I just said, man, I'm, I go, I'm at the gym. And that's when then I posted that uh, um, video of what, what Pat had me doing after. Because it was like, man, I'm training. I just wrote that right before I went down to the gym. But you also, you got to know what, what – what lifts you up when you're down because if you you know if you're going after goals and you're setting all the stuff it ain't always going to be easy and there's going to be shit you don't know and you're going to have to learn and you're going to get beat down and then if you're just going to be like wow fuck i don't know how to turn on my computer so i'm just going to give up well no you're going to have to get made fun of you're going to have to get some help and then yeah. you're going to have to figure it out yeah 
Exactly. I know I just need an extra 10 minutes now to get the computer turned on and warmed up, and then it doesn't. It, it works better. And you were still That's late. why I'm here. That's because the internet was down today. That was different. It was not my fault. And they told us, I told you yesterday, that it might be down and might not be working. So, Well, I think a lot of people do things out of jealousy, too. Like maybe, maybe people are jealous that somebody has a wife or a kid or a job or a house or, or something. Like, there's a lot of hate for, for shit like that. Yeah, but I mean, and it's not to sound all cliche or whatever, but but the goals themselves aren't the like if if you're setting a goal for the outcome, you're you're setting it for the wrong reason. You need to become somebody different to get to get a new goal. Correct. Like, I'm 205 pounds. If I want to have abs, I probably got to be 190 pounds, and not cutting to 190 pounds. Like I literally got to be down at that weight to have any abs showing at all i'm i'm assuming like that's probably pretty good um so i gotta become a different person if i'm gonna get there yeah simple i can't i can't be eating from being stressed because I'll, ne- I'll never get there yeah you know like and i know that it's like so so go do that if you want to um become a better involved business owner right you've started your own business and you're like oh shit's not working for me and i don't know this i don't know that it's like well what what do you do in your evenings right where are your problems in your business you want to become a better business owner and you have say five employees and you don't relate to them and you're telling them they're fucking stupid all the time yeah and 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 they quit on you well then like maybe you need a better attitude. Maybe you need to take some courses on on people training and, and and management. You need to look in the mirror and go, "Wow, I'm a fucking asshole, and nobody wants to work for me, and that's why I can't grow my business." Correct. And and then and then work at those things. But again, you got to become a different person. Yeah. Did so, you go back down to the trophy place today? Not yet. No. Oh, you haven't gone yet. No, I didn't. Have, like I I was at the eye doctor, and then I went to Pat's, and then I drove here. Oh. So I'm going back. I'm going to just run back there after. A little bit of a back order. Yeah. That's all right. Everybody will get their shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have the... Well, nothing. I have to find something else to hit it with. I don't have a bat. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, you don't have a baseball bat? No. Fuck, I got one right beside me. Oh, send it over here. I think it actually has a nail sticking out of it, too. Ooh. I'll grab it. One second. Yeah, I got a whole bunch of weapons in this place. Jesus. Yeah. We don't fuck around. It's the old uh, Louisville Slugger, the series. Well, I didn't need a nail in it. I was going to hit somebody with it. Yeah. Fuck. Ouch. Oh, it hurt, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a a bat's not enough. Like you need a you need a big screw in the side of it. Big old big old spike. We call this we call this spiky. Yeah. Hey, it works when crackheads come around your house and you chase them down the street with it. Mm Mm-hmm. You got a lot of crackheads in Saskatoon? I'm not in Saskatoon. Swift Grant, sorry, why did I say Saskatoon? Do I have Swift a lot Grant. of crackheads here? Yes. Oh, really? Well, I wouldn't necessarily, like, they're functioning crackheads. They're not like the ones in Red Deer. 
where they like, like the ones by your old neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, they were bad though over there. Like I had to do unspeakable yeah. things to people over there. But, yeah, they were bad over there. But uh, no, they're they're more functioning. Like they have houses and shit, and they have jobs. But they like at nighttime they just they get all high and do dumb shit. Sometimes you just gotta chase them back home. Yeah. Just like, just like wrangling, wrangling horses or whatever. You just gotta chase them around till they go back. Get them back. Yep. It's basically it. But uh, what are we doing next week on this fucking show? We're gonna have Manny Montreal on one hundred percent. Um, and I think we might get Dario from Florida, little boxer from Florida, to come on. We need to have Dario on. He's been bugging me to come on the show. I told make sure him, his brother Bruno's not around. Yeah, fuck Bruno. Okay. Bruno's a dick. Yeah, I heard that. Did you see that post that Dario? I <laughs> <laughs> doesn't like him. Yeah. The one, whatever he was like in where where were they fight? Where was he boxing? I can't remember now. But he said he was boxing sometime, and his and, and Bruno was there, and he was yelling "Go blue corner!" But he was in the red corner, and he's like "Motherfucker!" Yeah. My opponent. <laughs> Fucking Bruno. So stupid. Yeah. Bruno boxes too. <laughs> Does he? Apparently. But, hey, <laughs> what a bunch of what a bunch of what a name to have, Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. So, as soon as I read that, I, I just thought of the uh, Ali G. Like exactly. Um, Bruno one. That's all I thought about. Yeah. So maybe we'll try to get Dario on next week. I'm gonna try to line Aaron Towhill back to come on, and uh, we'll talk about like the American Gladiator and that kind of shit. Maybe you guys can make peace. Oh, we made peace. We talked quite a bit. She's pretty cool. You do talk to her? Oh, yeah. Did, you, did she tell you that you're a piece of shit? No. <laughs> she must be like one of those people that just likes to badmouth me when I'm not around then. That's all right. We all do it. <laughs> I know. I'm not, <laughs> we, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. We all do it so that you can I'm hear not worried. it, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she hardly said anything on that episode anyway. Oh, fuck, though. She, she, didn't even say, she didn't say anything. She's just excited to be on the show. Yeah, she just came on, had fun, dropped some knowledge, told her story. Story's not over. We need part two. Yeah. When she was Steel on American Gladiator. What? You didn't know she was on American Gladiator? No. Yeah. She was Steel from American Gladiator. Yeah. I used to love watching that show as a teenager. Horny kid. (laughs) Pausing it on those Gladiator chicks. So we're not talking about... The old American Gladiator. We're talking about the remake with like Gina Carano. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Because she's not much older than us. No. So, yeah, you probably would have jerked off to that TV show. Who am I kidding? I'm just fucking kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Jerked off to everything, Tanner. I don't know what you're talking about. I was a horny kid. Wow. You jerked off to literally everything. Well, not everything, but quite a bit of stuff. You <laughs> jerked off to everything. <laughs> well, we can wrap this bitch up because we started the show with 10 minutes with the boogeyman. So we're already running over an hour on this cocksucker. So uh, we'll catch you guys next week with uh, Manny Montreal, and hopefully I can talk Dario into coming on. I don't know if he wants to come on with Luke because he doesn't like Luke. Ah, oh, come on, Dario. But uh, we'll see if we can make it happen. All right, peace.